Welcome to the Ink Spot, where we throw a little of this and a little of that and all in the pot. We stir it up and give you something to chew on. Morning, guys. Today I'm going to quote you a, a little story out of a book called 33 Questions About American History You're Not Supposed to Ask by Thomas E. Woods, Jr., and in the introduction is the introduction of the book is called Hoaxes and History. There's a little quote here by H. L. Mencken. The truth indeed is something that mankind, for some mysterious reason, instinctively dislikes. Every man who tries to tell it is unpopular. And even when, by the sheer strength of his case, he prevails, he is put down as a scoundrel. Now, Mr. Mencken was a journalist in the early 1900s. And he wrote an article on the, the, on the name of the article was A Neglected Anniversary. And it was for the New York Evening Mail. And the article was about missing the 75th anniversary of the bath bathtub. Um, it was published on December 28, 1917. And in the article, it explains how it was originated in England where servants would fill it with water and dump the water out. And uh, an American named Thompson in 1842 decided to add pipes to it to run water to it and to drain it. Great idea, right? It's what we do today. Well, critics came out and said this is a dangerous luxury and... Medical professionals came out and said, this is a horrible for your health. But the first president to put it in office was 18 in 1851 was uh, President Fillmore. He installed the first bathtub. And so, therefore, it became the standard of the everyday home. Now, that's all in his article. There's only one problem. <laughs> His article was a complete hoax. Mencken even says it should have been clear from start to finish at the ob obvious absurdities that were in the article. But because he wrote it with such an authoritative to tone... And such a knowledgeable, j just the way he wrote it, made it believable. So, then it became truth. And corroborating facts, people were starting to... Um, Uh, write in and really um, back his preposterous uh, findings. Um, quoted, 
Pretty soon, Mencken recalled, I began to encounter my preposterous facts in the writings of men. They began to be cited by medical men as proof of the progress in public hygiene. They got into learned journals. They were alluded to the floor of Congress. And finally, I began to find them in standards works of reference. He goes on to say, it's not because it's a singular, but it's because it's typical. It is out of such frauds, I believe, most of the so-called knowledge of humanity flows. What begins as a guess, or perhaps not infrequently as a downright and deliberal lie, ends as a fact and is embalmed in the history books. Mencken also made particular reference to the propaganda that was permitted to spread during World War I and World War II. I'm putting that part in there. Um... I can go into that later. My husband has more information on the particular guy that or person that was in control of the propaganda for World War II. But Mencken wants to wants you to understand that what part of that was actually true. And that is my mission for this podcast to find the true history that they've rewritten that they've lost, that's been buried, because it's not in their narrative. Nobel Laureate F.A. Hayek observed that understanding our history decisively influences our interpretation of current events. And that's what the media is doing to you and me, the country, the world. Depends on who you listen to. They've got us all turned against each other. So if you watch right-wing news, you get one side of the story. If you watch left-wing news, you get another side of the story. But which side is actually true? Or do you really have to go in the middle somewhere to find it? That's why I quit watching the news. I catch Newsmax every now and again. I catch, I'm, I'm you know, friends with CBS and follow NBC and all that stuff on online. I can tell you that I have caught red-handed Fox News, NBC, CBC, or CBS, excuse me, and the Daily Mail in a lie. Something that I watched with my own eyes on supposed live television was represented in these news articles completely different. The tennis shoe scandal. Or tennis shoes, tennis shoe gate. So when Joe broke his foot, how fast did he heal? Because some news stations have him walking out with a boot, an air boot, air cast. Some of you should be familiar with that. And then 
NBC and Daily Mail had him with a tennis shoe on. So who edited what? Which part is right? Let y'all chew on that. Y'all have a blessed day.